Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Check out our podcast everywhere that podcasts are found. Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Believe.com. My name is Mark Serianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life magazine. I also happen to be, as many of you know, a USAT certified Pumse and Karugi referee. And today's program, we are going to be taking a look at some recent announcements from the USAT regarding the overhaul of its referee program, as well as a quick look at the AAU Taekwondo referee program and some changes that are occurring over there. So, that being said, be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast everywhere that podcasts are found. Check us out at Believe.com or check out our website at www.tkdlife.com magazine.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Those of us who have ever attended a tournament either live or now virtually, whether you be on the sparring side or now on the sport pumse side, you are well aware of the fact that there is a structure of referees at these tournaments, whether that be local, whether they be national, regional, or on the world-class level. Historically, those referees were trained locally, They were trained to understand the rules. They were trained to, particularly on the Karugi side, many of them came out of the athletic competition side, and there was a culture of passing on knowledge and information in a not-so-structured, not-so-formalized way, although there were formalized rules. Over the course of recent years, particularly since the recognition of Taekwondo as an Olympic sport, a standardization of the referee rules as we've moved into the 21st century and we've moved into electronic scoring and as we moved in on the other side, particularly into sport Pumse and the sport Pumse rules, there has been a greater and greater need for worldwide education, standardization, uniformity, and training of Taekwondo referees. In order to keep up with what is happening in the world and referee training everywhere else in the world, USAT, USA Taekwondo, the official recognized body, governing body, for the United States uh, Olympic athletes has worked to overhaul its referee recruitment, approval, 
and education system. Over the course of the last year, uh, I took the Pumse referee camp for uh, Karugi and for Pumse, as well as uh, several seminars for both in and out of USA Taekwondo. Now, one of the things that's, that's occurred, of course, is that there is this bifurcated path because of the fact that historically, when we talked about referee training, we were really only talking about referee training for sparring, for karugi. Now that we have greater and greater levels of competition, it is important and has become extremely essential that there be training for the sport Pumse side. Many of the even high-ranking Karugi referees, while they may have an understanding of Pumse, very much like sparring athletes, if their emphasis is sparring, they may not have a full and deep and rich understanding of Pumse. Not that they don't know the Pumse's themselves, but of the specific rules that have been promulgated for sport Pumse competition and how the judging and how the scoring shall take place. I will tell you after having taken these courses and camps over the course of the last two years that the materials, that the level of education, uh, that the real-world scoring scenarios that have been implemented have been extremely, extremely helpful and extremely useful, together with, of course, throwing your hat in the ring to be a part and parcel of scoring real-life competitions. Now, on the Karugi side, obviously, since the onset of the coronavirus, there has been little opportunity to hone those skills, to improve those skills. Um, However, there is an opportunity still to learn and to become educated. On the Pumse side, there was a great opportunity to continue to improve uh, Pumse referee education and experience because of the onset of these amazing programs that happened virtually, whether it was the New York Open Taekwondo Championships, whether it was the Pumse Grand Slam, whether it was USAT's Summer of Pumse, or the various NCTA or ECTC events that took place over the course of the last eight months or so. There's a great fine line razor's edge in this attempt to become more sophisticated and an attempt to become more educated and in an attempt to get experience because of the fact that there is so much at stake. While you're becoming more experienced in refereeing these various tournaments, for you, you're getting your teeth wet, you're getting more experienced. However, the consequences to these athletes who have worked and trained so hard, if you were to make a mistake, is that you stand the chance to ruin their opportunity ruin their opportunity for ranking, ruin their opportunity to become a member of a national team. And that's something that if you take it seriously, which of course I'm sure everyone here listening does, you want to avoid. Now the safety and the chamber to that, as as most people know, is that generally in most of the tournaments, particularly on, obviously on the Pumse side, is that there generally are five or seven judges of which the top three or the top five, depending on how they do it, 
scores will will be counted. So the highest and lowest scores will be thrown out. So if you have a great variation from the other referees because of inexperience or because you missed something or because you didn't see something, then you have a great opportunity for that to be mitigated by the other folks. It was designed in part for the online, for the for the live, excuse me, not for the online, but for the live practice because of the fact that people have different angles where they sit. Some of the referees sit in the front, some of the referees sit in the back, and certainly depending on the form or depending on the particular circumstances, you may not get to see anything, everything, but the combination of people's view and vision and judging will hopefully come up with a fair score for the people, for the athletes, for the players, as they call them. I like to call them taekwondoists, but uh, particularly on the competitive realm, I see the, the use of the term player. Now, the outgoing chairperson for USAT under this overhaul was Master Sung Hwan Kim. He really has, over the last four years, done an outstanding um, job. I personally took a class and a camp with him. Um, he really did a great job of explaining, of teaching, of demonstrating, um, and more importantly, of being accessible and answering questions. Uh, I found myself after the class several times uh, when it came to judging and different judging scenarios, getting in touch with him over questions that I had. Uh, there was a change in terms of the hand positioning uh, in Taiguk Chiljan. Uh, and I wanted to speak to him about how we should be properly judging that. He was extremely accessible, extremely responsive, and extremely helpful. So I thank him. I see that uh, he has made the move from being the referee chairperson to being an advisor and being on the advisory council, which I think is a wonderful, it's wonderful from the standpoint of the transition, and it's wonderful for those people who will have the opportunity to be the beneficiaries of his experience and, and knowledge. So I did throw my hat in the ring and I did apply to be on the Referee Advisory Council, even though I have limited experience, even though I'm only a Class C uh, certified referee, even though I've only been doing it for a couple of years under the program. I've been refereeing since 1990, but only as a form, you know, not in a formalized way and, and not with a formalized certificate. It's only a couple of years ago that I threw my hat in the ring, that I've become certified, that I've started to referee tournaments and competitions outside of my dojang and my small community. I got notified that uh, I did not make the Referee Advisory Council, which is understandable, because they made a decision and a movement to go only with international referees, which would be Class A USAT referees, uh, internationally certified referees, referees that were certified under the WT as international referees, referees that could do competitions anywhere in the world, including Olympic or any of the world games. So while I was disappointed, I certainly applaud USAT on making that decision because I think it benefits the program. On January 11th, 2021, uh, USAT officially uh, announced its uh, restructuring and overhaul of its referee program. In regards to that, John Sieber, Grandmaster John Sieber, was named as the referee chairman for a two-year period, no longer a four-year period. It's now a two-year period. 
and he will be charged with, in, and I quote, making the program the most respected in the world and delivering the best educated and most talented referees in any country. So that is a exciting goal. Um, I think that the referees that I have worked with, the people that I've taken classes with, the people that I've sat in different tournaments with are extremely knowledgeable. And we'll talk a little bit more about them in particular as I get and I name some names. Uh, there's a series of vice chair people that were named in relationship to those names of people who are extremely well-known. Leslie Chung. I happened to take a referee seminar with Leslie, Leslie Chung. He is phenomenally talented. Emily Morais. Suk Jung Kim. Angela Trussell. Sean McDermott. Elva Adams, who happens to be a, a great instructor, but also a member of the national team and a high-level competitor. Daniel Okada, Ray Key, Eric Gilson, and Grandmaster Raymond Sue. Grandmaster Raymond Sue is one of the finest and most knowledgeable people in the area of sport, Pumse, of any person that I have ever come in contact with. I've taken two-day seminars with him. Uh, he teaches with simplicity and understanding. His mind is sharp. His understanding of Pumse is sharp. He understands what the changes are. Uh, he is a great person to have on as a vice chair. And as for the Referee Advisory Council that I had applied for, I see that Bernard Robinson was named the chair. Outgoing referee chairperson Sheng Wan Kim is on there. And Chase, Bruce Harris, who used to formerly be the USA Taekwondo Executive Director, John Holloway, Grandmaster John Holloway, Valerie Long, and Leon Preston. That is a great panel uh, for the Referee Advisory Council, people who have a lot of experience, people who have been around both on the Pumse and the sparring side, and people who have been around in the various changes in USAT. I believe Alyssa Allen is staying on in her administrative capacity uh, doing a great job supporting the referee program, helping everyone get updated, um, letting everybody know about the various programs and about the various certifications and the various development programs. John Sieber was quoted as saying, I'm excited to be able to put my long experience into practice into a leadership role. One of the most important intentions is to ensure our young referee talent is recognized, rewarded, and retained to secure the future vibrancy of the program. That's exciting. I mean, two years is a short amount of time to get a lot accomplished. We know that in, in terms of Congress, right, from the House of Representatives, no different. Um, and generally, many of these people have other outside full-time obligations, whether they be full-time jobs or they're running a dojang, um, but they are committed. So um, I think there's, there is a lot to do, but I think uh, there, there's a great team there. And uh, Bernard Robinson, who chairs the advisory committee, said, we stand ready to assist Mr. Sieber in any way he and his team needs. Uh, the Referee Advisory Council has literally decades of experience within the USA program, which can be a real asset. Steve McNally, somebody that we've had a great relationship with, uh, who has been for the last several years the executive director of the USA Taekwondo program, he gave a short message thanking uh, outgoing chairperson and congratulating everyone in terms of the move for the program. He talked about 
Steve, and I quote, the changes in the referee program are just the first of a number of exciting changes to come this year as we emerge in the post-COVID world. The organization has been on a charge towards professionalizing the national team training and events environment and an expansion of the athlete program in Colorado Springs. He said something that I really like, uh, and he said, it would be a crime to come out of COVID doing the same old things. And the staff have been working hard to hit the ground running as soon as it is safe to do so. 2020 was an unprecedented year for so many negative reasons, but we believe 2021 will be a positive and exciting year. So I like that. I like his enthusiasm. I like what he had to say. I do agree with him. Uh, I think that, that, you know, one of the things that we've done, we've covered this in a number of our programs. If you go back and look, um, the impact of coronavirus on the Taekwondo community. And we talked about the resiliency and the excitement of the Taekwondo community and how the Taekwondo community could have sat and done nothing, sat and waited, um, sat and felt sorry for itself. But it really did do a lot to uh, change the landscape, change the dynamic of the, of the competitive, particularly of the competitive uh, landscape, to be able to um, make sure that, that, that there's something for athletes. Obviously, the hardest hit has been the sparring, uh, and we expect that to come back. That's natural. That's a product of, of the in-person contact. But the, the impact probably, it probably had the greatest positive impact on sports pumse and sports pumse competition. I believe in the coming future, you will see a movement where Olympic Taekwondo will have two aspects. There'll be Olympic sparring and there'll be Olympic pumse. That is my expectation for the future, particularly when you're going to have in Tokyo, assuming that Tokyo uh, occurs this year, that the Japanese karate demonstrations will include their equivalent of pumse and kata. So I look forward. Uh, we will be a vehicle, you know, in our magazine, uh, our new issue just came out. We always have a section of news from the WT and news from the USAT. We will always keep you informed on what's happening. And um, this new change, we're going to try to get John Sieber to Grandmaster John Sieber to talk to us, uh, to do an interview with us. I wanted to give him time to get settled in. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of work to do, and I know there's a short period of time to do that. Um, so, and now on the AAU side, which is the, you know, we spoke to Grandmaster Bobby Stone, who's the head of the AAU, the Amateur Athletic Union. They're a vibrant Taekwondo program, and they are trying to do many of the things that USAT is, but they do it for a broader audience. They don't necessarily do it for more, but they do it for a broader audience. USAT is more narrowly focused on Olympic athletes and nationally ranked athletes. AAU has a broader appeal, but in terms of trying to keep their standards of sport, pumse and referee, um, they have been working on developing new programs for their referee program. They have done something that I think is extremely exciting, which was in the end of last year, uh, probably around November, they appointed Grandmaster Kenny Kwok from New York. Uh, I think he's in Buffalo. Rochester will be joining the Sports Pumse staff as the program director. Uh, he has joined their, their staff. He is a, an international referee and a coach and a grandmaster. Uh, he is a man of great experience, and he is leading the charge to formalize and standardize their 
referee program. He's already got a number of seminars and programs scheduled for 2021. I had the pleasure of taking his USAT certified uh, Kurugi referee seminar, uh, two-day seminar last year. Uh, it is phenomenal. He is a phenomenally bright, phenomenally gifted, phenomenally approachable and kind individual. I expect that they will do great things. There is great overlap. Uh, I am a believer that the AAU and the USAT, um, while people may misunderstand and think that there's something competitive there, they're not competitive organizations. They're co-aligned organizations with slightly different missions. And I believe involvement in both. I'm happen to be members of both. I happen to be a referee for both that both of those organizations offer our young people, our athletes, our seniors, um, great opportunities to hone their skills, to compete uh, in a wide variety of tournaments, and to network with other fine Taekwondo practitioners, masters, and administrative people. So if you're interested in getting more involved in the Taekwondo referee program, I suggest you check out USA Taekwondo's website. If you're a competitor, I think that you can look forward to, particularly on the sport Pumse side, an increase in the level and the quality and the professionalism of the referees that will be uh, working over the course of the next two years. And like I said, you heard it here first. I believe in the coming years that you will see sport Pumse recognized on the world stage as a co-element of the recognized Olympic Taekwondo program. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your um, experiences. This episode comes after we, we had several weeks ago a highly, a, we had a, a, an episode several weeks ago dealing with Angel the Angel Matos Olympic incident from several years ago, several Olympics ago, that involved an athlete, a sparring athlete, of course, didn't like the decision and kicked the international referee in the face. So we have some common themes that, that run through these um, run through these programs. Sometimes one episode sparks my desire to do another. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the referee program, so that's where this the genesis of this program is. But if you want to find out more, if you want to tell us your experience, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with us. I look forward to talking to you. And of course, as always, I look forward to seeing you in the Dojang. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.